Hello, listeners of Jackie Just Chatters. This is your hostess, Jackie Lentz. This is my ongoing bonus mini-cast murder mystery serial. Each week brings a fresh letter in this cozy tale of murder. If you have not listened before, you are going to want to find letter number one and begin there. I hope you enjoy. To silence a scandalmonger, murder in an English village. Welcome to another installment of this audio drama. Play along as you step into the role of one Gwendolyn Armstrong, who is living in 1951 Oxford, England, and is in the final months of earning her bachelor's degree in history from St. Hugh's. Your post is full of regular letters from your Aunt Ivy and other occupants of the charming village of Upper Stock Green. On the surface, it seems a serene picture of stone cottages, beautiful green countrysides, and charitable neighbors. But underneath, in the darkness, a sinful world hides, and the shadow beats the heart of a murderer. By the time the last letter arrives, can you identify the killer? Previously, on To Silence a Scandalmonger, we learned that tensions have been rising between Constable Freddie Allen and Mr. Davies, and their battle for the affections of the very eligible Gwendolyn. Is this rivalry going to distract Freddie from his main focus? Finding our killer? Let's hope not. Mrs. Owens was still struggling to understand how quiet, kind tea proprietor Ada Berrycloth could have been a participant in such a wild, passionate affair with the Reverend. The Reverend's wife wanted to assure Mrs. Owens that the affair was over in case she had thoughts of going to the bishop like Ivy had. Assurances were given that Mrs. Owens had no such inclinations. Let's join this week's adventure, shall we? A letter to Gwen from Mrs. Owens. 8th of June, 1951. Rabbit Hill Cottage, Upper Stock Green, England. Hello, Gwendolyn. I can hardly believe that in a fortnight you will be home for good. Has it been three years already? You should be so proud of yourself. Gwendolyn Armstrong, BA in History. Are you going to have cards made? I think you should. I would if I were you. Some folks in the village might think that you were filling yourself with airs and graces, I suppose. But those would be the jealous ones, mind you. I know you said you didn't want a party to celebrate. I don't think your aunt would feel it is in bad taste. She so wanted to put on a show and honour your accomplishments. But if you were sure, then that is that. I think it's a shame, but I am only a housekeeper. I've been tidying things up for your arrival home. I was going through your Aunt Ivy's desk. Well, it was your Uncle Herbert's desk before Ivy began using it. Now it will be yours, I suppose. I wanted to sort some things and make room for your papers. In one of the upper drawers, with the ration book and the collection of your letters, your aunt liked to reread your letters, did you know that? She did. Anyway, there was a strange document titled Geological Survey. I couldn't understand it. Remembering how kind and smart Mr Davies is, I took it over to him to explain. I hope you don't mind me taking the liberty. 
I will report to you everything he related to me. It was a survey of a mine in Africa. The paper was dated June 1935. This was that mine scheme that Mr Gastrel was trying to get everybody invested in. People were putting in their savings during the spring of 1935. It seems your Uncle Herbert sent a fellow out to check out the mine. The report spelled out that the mine was exhausted, that there was almost no more ore to be gotten out. Several months later, the mine enterprise went bust, which of course it would if there was nothing more to be gotten from the ground. I remember that time. It was a dark period around the village. People were having to cut back and pinch their pennies. Your kin did okay. They didn't put any money into the venture. I do recall that Mrs Gastrel would be taking trips into London in 1936 and coming home with bags from Harrods and Selfridges. This was the same time others were struggling to make ends meet. It wasn't right, that was for sure. Mr Davies is certain that Mr Gastrel would have had a survey also done of the mine. He must have known that he was playing people for fools. How terrible to do that to your neighbours. Since this paper was in your aunt's drawer with your letters, I can't help but think that she was aware of this as well. I wasn't sure if I should worry you with all this with your exams almost upon you. Though knowing how you are about these kind of things, I figured I should tell you straight away. Isn't Mr Davies such a gentleman for helping out? He didn't care that I hadn't made an appointment and didn't even charge us for his time. He is awfully fond of you and always has such nice things to say about your aunt as well. I'm sure she would approve of him. Let me know what train you will be catching when you come home. Sincerely, Mrs Morgan Owens. P.S. Oh Gwen, it seems I may have been misled about Mr Davies. Last night Mrs Bailey came over for a chat and a nip of gin. I know your aunt and her did not get on, but I have never had a quarrel with her myself. After the gin had been in her a while, she shared some information with me. The day of your aunt's death, Ivy went to the post office to get a newspaper, send your letter and get a few things. That I believe you already know. But it seems Ivy was detained on her way home. She and Mr Davies had a conversation in the street outside the post office. Now, Mrs Bailey didn't hear all of it, but there were raised voices and she came out to see what was going on. Ivy was telling Mr Davies in very stern terms that if he wanted to court you, that he should take care of the company he was keeping at the pub and avoid certain hussies. Mrs Bailey blushed something fierce at this point. She knew Ivy meant Iris, but neither of us spoke this out loud. Then Mr Davies took exception to Ivy's interference and he told her that she was a nosy busybody and to keep out of his affairs, that he would see who he liked, when he liked and how he liked. And that included her niece, that being you, dear. Your aunt was furious and headed back home in a huff. I bet she made that tea and ate those scones to calm herself down. Oh, how dreadful. I hope I did right telling you. I always thought he was such an amiable fellow. I hope the murderer is found soon. I won't sleep easy until it's solved. Tell that Freddy fellow of yours to get a move on. Come back in a week for Gwen's next letter as we work closer to solving Who Silence a Scandalmonger? Have any suspects, speculations, or insights? Head over to my Facebook author page and share your theories. You can find the link in the description. This podcast was written by Jackie Lentz, Narrated by Jackie Lentz. Mrs. Owens, voiced by Louise Cauley. 
Remember, you can follow on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. Or you can find me, like, and subscribe on YouTube. If you are enjoying these podcasts, I would be delighted if you shared with your friends, left a rating on Spotify, or a review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, I wish you well.